If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome, friends, to Unlocked 309. It is the world's number one Xbox show, pre-Gamescom edition. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a lot more to talk about next week, because this week, not so much. But coming up, we do, in fact, have uh, one important topic that affects everybody with an Xbox, and that is Microsoft looking to, quote-unquote, fundamentally change uh, how they approach achievements. So we'll talk all about that coming up, as well as uh, how you can get it in on the Insider program to get dashboard preview updates. Ubisoft opening a new studio uh, in another new country and uh, a new game that uh, may sound a little familiar, but it's just a random new game that uh, none of us have heard about till today. Just got announced out this fall. We'll talk about that. So uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Sean the Shark Man. Chop, Finney. chop. It's been a while. Been, you Thank you for having me that. back. Yes. Glad you're here. Uh, Brandon Tyrell also. It's been a long while. Coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, I right? like it. And Marty Sleeva, him too. It has not been a while. No. no. One week. <laughs> it's been a long week since. Yes. It's hard to believe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're actually recording early this week because of uh, our IGN show on Disney. They got the... They got the whole place, every video asset, every, every producer yeah. completely <laughs> tied up. So uh, we, this is all we could do. Therefore, you know a lot's going to happen this week. It's, yeah. But no, actually, yeah. theoretically, it shouldn't. It we should all happen next week. It yeah. should be pretty yeah. quiet leading into Gamescom, which uh, we'll talk all about on next week's show uh, with whatever. Microsoft is having a, a briefing. It's going to be noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's this Sunday, August 20th. So you're going to want to tune into IGN for that. We'll be carrying it as well as, uh, in fact, these same lovely people right here. We're going to do some predictions that'll uh, kind of a pre-show that's going to mm -hmm. run right before yep. that stream starts. So tune in about 1145 Pacific uh, or you know whatever, 245 on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So look out for that. Guys, I wanted to start first with the, the big story that we do have this week, and that is friend of the show Mike Ibarra uh, from the Xbox executive team saying that Microsoft is looking to, quote, fundamentally change the concept of achievements. He was speaking to Windows Central uh, website, and he says that his team is, quote, working towards a bigger, more meaningful change about somebody's gaming accomplishments in history as a gamer on Xbox. 
We can do a lot more to reflect and let people show their gaming history and their status. Whether it's somebody who only plays multiplayer in Halo 5 at a professional level, uh, maybe they only have 2,000 gamer score, you want to be able to celebrate that person. And he says, uh, uh, we're going to go big in the area of letting people show off and represent their gaming history and the type of gamer that they are far more than we do with gamer score. What do you guys think this is going to look like? What are we talking about here? I mean, it, it's interesting because fundamentally, achievements haven't really changed in the past twelve years. Yeah, I mean, since the three hundred and sixty launched. Yeah, um, everybody was we loved. They were they were the coolest new thing mm-hmm. yeah. in yeah. two thousand five, and now everybody does it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the same thing on Sony side. Like trophies really haven't changed since PS three, yeah. and so it is interesting them saying this. Um, the thing I've always wanted is somehow being able to cash in. Gamer score for something, oh, whether man, it be dream, right? yeah, whether it be just like currency on the Xbox Store or a game or even like a skin for your avatar or yeah. something. Um, that would be great. It always kind of surprises me that they haven't done that. Um, yeah, and, I mean, the more you plus. play the platform, the more you're yeah. incentivized to continue yeah, playing on yeah. the platform. Yeah, or even like tying, like you were saying, like a, a T-shirt for your avatar to a specific <laughs> achievement. Um, like the Halo, the seven seven one comes to mind, right? Like really right. difficult achievements to get, mm-hmm. where you have to play on the seventh of July in order to get this achievement. Like that nets you a T-shirt with a seven on it, something like that. You know, yeah. um, it, not not quite cashing in sure. for the marketplace. But yep. something I mean, similar. from what they're saying here, it sounds like that's the direction they're going. <laughs> yeah. Is for particularly difficult things that there are going to be some sort of cosmetic way to show off to people, whether it's emblems or something on your avatar. Itself. Yeah. Yeah. As long yeah, as it remains cosmetic, I'm mostly all right with that. Yeah. What I don't like is kind of incentivizing people who play on the platform a lot with like monetary rewards. Like you can buy a game with those points or whatever you achieved. Why don't you like that? I don't know. I feel like it puts people at a dis- it puts people at a financial disadvantage or a time disadvantage. Like the older you get, the less time you have, the less potential you have to earn enough points or whatever it is to spend on games that other people might be able to get. I just don't like an unevil, uneven play field you? like that. Like for for me anyway, it's. To, to relatively speaking, younger, more time, less money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Older, and then the t- it just goes so, yeah. the other way. It's always like, in I balance. Can af- I can afford games. <laughs> I'm all right I just with don't that. have the time. Yeah. Exactly. That's all right. It's good for your character to not have money when you're young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should be poor yeah. for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta so earn it. It builds character. Yeah. You gotta earn it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. What do you think this is gonna be like? Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking the same thing. Like maybe some sort of... Uh, Badging on your profile, like That's you might exactly have. Exactly what uh, I was going to say. Yeah, like you know, I could see them even letting you change the font or color or just the the actual everything about who you are in that digital space. <clears throat> Not just the avatar, but even your actual like name and you know, like they they've dipped their toe in the water on this already. Like uh, with the the how many years you've been an Xbox yeah, sure. Live right. member, and it's like a different shape and cool thing like i you know i've i have the coolest one because i go all the way back to the yeah. to the day one thing that's uh the, which which is like and it is it's kind of neat like i'd be like yeah yeah check that out yeah it's pretty sweet so how long <laughs> what was that 15 years it's now wow. well it's uh october of no november 15th 2002 i'm, I'm thinking of the beta yeah it's about to be 15 yeah. Yeah, so it's coming wow. up on 15 years. So it should be a 14 on there right yeah. now. That's Xbox cool. already kind of dipped their toe into this as well, but there is a showcase on your profile which you can choose to assign achievements into, and it shows like it displays up to five of them. Oh. If they made that a little bit more pronounced, yeah, more pronounced, and then the badge, just, it was like a badge, not like tro- it basically the Xbox equivalents of trophies. Yeah. You could pick and choose which ones to display in there, and they were more indicative of kind of 
your achievements in game. I think that'd be a cool way to show off. Because I've actually run into a lot of people like this who they have like 200 gamer score, but then if you click into their service record on Halo 5, I play a lot of Halo 5 still. They have 12 uh, million kills. Yeah, yeah, like huge amounts of kills. They're really, really good at that, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know it by looking at yeah, their yeah. Xbox profile. You have to look at their service record. Yeah. And I can see where there's a little bit of dissonance in that. So it basically gives you like, you know, a digital trophy case to say these are the ones that, that define cool. me as a gamer. Yeah. You can check out my, my top five ones. Yeah, and at any point you could switch them in and out. And like if they were more relevant, I know that developers, I don't know, I mean, I think, I think it'd be really cool if it was, if the milestones were really relevant towards the type of player that you were. Mm-hmm. Like if you were, you know, if you were a multiplayer only dude in Halo, yeah. it was like not just an hours one, but a kills one, and yeah. like a weapons one. Like mm-hmm. I'm a battle rifle expert or a sniper rifle expert or like, you think it'd be funny? Like I've died more than anyone else yeah, or something yeah. like that. It'd be really funny. You know, cool. getting back to what you were saying about this, Marty, that what immediately came to mind, even though it's not quite an apples to apples comparison, was one versus one hundred? Yeah, because that was the. It's the only time. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is. I'm going off a of memory here, but I believe it is the only time in Xbox history where you could actually play a game and win money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Microsoft points. Uh, I remember the. <laughs> there's one. I won a dollar. <laughs> I, I, I got because it was a random draw. If you got to be the one or even in the mob, the, yeah. the one hundred mob. I got to be in the mob. Uh, I think just the once. And ended up, I won a dollar, and I think it was, I feel like there was something else attached to it, too. But, yeah, it was like that 80 points. Yeah. 80, back, yeah. But back when it was Microsoft points. Yeah. And for those of you who, oh, when it wasn't to a dollar. $10 gives so you 800 <laughs> points. Yeah, or something. yeah 80 like points to a dollar. Available yeah. now for 240 Microsoft yeah. points. Once you bought Microsoft points, you never, ever had zero balance ever no. again. No, it was yeah. impossible. Yeah. I mean, that, but, that was the goal, right? Yeah. To make sure you always had something in your account. So you're like, I might as well just add some more in there. It yeah. stayed <laughs> like that for an absurdly long time. A little time. too long. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, that was... you could actually do that in one versus 100 rip they'll bring it back come on <laughs> that should be maybe that should be the next thing we champion after uh well i guess we got banjo three yeah. on the list yeah we have uh um bring back fable blinks. blinks that's the one i was blanking on just for a second there blinks is yeah, on the yeah. list and then one one versus 100 <laughs> and one versus know. 100 fusion frenzy come on what, wants fusion frenzy? No, no. what are you talking get, about get back in the producers get out of the show <laughs> fusion frenzy Go. is awesome no, it's a bad game no it's bad people Maybe three or four of those of the sixty or however many games were really cool. Well, if, <laughs> then guess what? 3%. Yeah. It's it's uh, one, one of the switch. two original Xbox backwards compatible games announced so yeah. far. So have fun go. playing yeah. it on your Xbox One. Again. Have his uh, one man twenty four hour. No live one stream. can beat me at that screw game where you have to run up the screw <laughs> and dodge I'll bet things. You don't even have the disc anymore. I don't. I mean, yeah. He Why? doesn't love the game. <laughs> he doesn't even have the disc anymore. My OG Xbox got lost in translation, man. No, no I know how that goes. It's unfortunate. All right. Uh, let's move on. I wanted to note a lot of people have tweeted me wondering, like, oh, I want to get in on these dashboard updates, the yeah. early access stuff. Microsoft has made it. It used to be they had to invite you, and then, like, you could inv- if you were in, you could invite people. Now they've just said, forget it. Come one, come all. If you want to opt into this... Anyone can join the Xbox Insider program, formerly known as the Preview Program. Uh, It's split into four rings. So there's the Alpha Ring, the Beta Ring, the Delta Ring, and the Omega Ring. (laughs) Omega being the outermost, uh, and that's the one that you can 
anybody can opt into. And then if you're useful to Microsoft, if you're a a humble bug reporting <laughs> soldier, they might they might uh, let you up into the higher tiers. After that, that gets you access to you know earlier things. But again, user beware. Early things don't always work. It like final things do. Yeah. So uh, like I've always I've actually never. I've, I'm still not in the insider thing. Yeah. yeah, neither am I. I don't know. I'm not particularly interested in free Q&A. Yeah. yeah like, I don't know. That's, that's, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to be cynical. No, just, no, I yeah. get what you mean. It's just like, you, you know, you just want to turn on your console and use it. Yeah. So you'll just wait, and I feel the same way, just wait till it's officially released, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But when i getting back to four old guys sitting around the table at this point, hey, when I was young... Gosh. Are You're you one 30 of the yet? I'm 30. So, yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember uh, I used to, when, in my teenage years, I was going nuts for, I would install the pre-release Windows versions because I was a big PC gamer yeah. back then. Like, the Windows 98 er, early build was called Codename Memphis when they used to codename them after mm-hmm. cities. And I remember, like, it was, and I knew, like, Anything could go wrong, and my whole system could get yeah. totally jacked, and I'd have Oof. to format the whole thing and start over. Uh, but I just wanted to see the, you know, the what the early wanted to see what it looked like before it was out, and mm-hmm. so I totally get it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm a little. I think I'm just too old at this point. Just I'm fine. Wait for the final. Yeah. I'm like that with early access games yeah. too. I respect the heck out of people who pay the money early and they become an active participant. Yeah. in the community and helping to give feedback on the game. I'm just like I'll I'll play Ark Survival Evolved at the end of the month when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who who has helped uh the, <laughs> the developers work on it for the last 2 years in the uh early access. I mean, you see something like Player Knows Battlegrounds, which is one of the biggest games in the that's world. That's a great that's still in early point. access. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and there's there's a, a sense of community in there when you get in early. Very right? true. Like uh Rust, back when that was the big thing. Man, I loved jumping in there and just like reading the change logs and having these emergent stories. Like Mitch and I would talk about it and just, oh, what happened? Well, I got hunted by a group of men and they found me and murdered me. <laughs> and then my game crashed. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, mine too. Cool. <laughs> um, so there's this awesome sense of like anecdotal community involvement Absolutely. That, that is in there. But I'm with you, man. Like we all talk about the never ending backlog now and there's just too many things to do for me to spend time on something that might crash at any moment or, uh, and it's going to get better later. Yeah. And, it's, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to experience it in its fullest later right. on. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm in the same boat with you for me. It's a little, it's dependent on what the changes are. So I am in the preview program and, uh, most of the time, like I think only one or two of the times have I actually opted to, try out the changes yeah. that are coming because it actually gives you an option like to activate the build or not when you're in it mm. or you can just stay on the current stable whatever uh, at OS. least you're given the option yeah i think the last time i uh activated it was when they redid the whole ui for the xbox and it was supposed to be way faster i was like i do want to try that so if you tried the the <clears throat> new no this new was one. like no this was like last year like so the last yeah one now that now did. the 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 new one's up for, yeah for uh insider yeah and like i uh i'm a little less interested in it uh, it it comes down to like the feature set. Like we were dealing with at that point when I tried the the preview program the last time or activated the build, it was uh, 
it was very much like the, the the architecture was a little bit or the architecture of the OS and the display and the UI was a little bit slow and a little unwieldy and you couldn't really find things. Yeah. And there were a lot of changes coming to the new build, which we're currently on, that looked really awesome and I was very excited about that. And so I wanted to jump in and give it a try. This time I'm less interested in that because I think the current one works pretty fine. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to the feature set. If there's some awesome new feature or functionality that I really want to try that's in the preview build. I'm the type of person who gets excited about that stuff and is willing to go in and give their feedback to make it work better. But if not, then I'm less well, interested. Well, Ma- uh, Major Nelson did post a little sort of walkthrough video of the new UI, the new dashboard. And even in its current state, it looks like it's very zippy. It's yeah. Yeah. very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have had complaints about uh, ha- sort of how they're utilizing the real estate, but I'm eager to get in and try it. It looks like a, I mean, it's definitely a big change. Cool. Uh, yeah. Some people have complained online that I know people complaining online. Who does that, right? <laughs> Shocking. That it's like, oh, just they they just changed it recently. I get, I don't want to change it, but it's like, well, do you want them to make it better? Or yeah. Do you want them yeah. to just wait six months arbitrarily? Like, yeah. No, make it better. Yeah. I mean, I like thought- at some point, Windows upgraded to Windows Millennium, and we left it there for like oh. ten years, and like <laughs> would have yeah. loved a real quick change after that. Yeah. Well, thank God for Windows XP. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back. Do we have a, like a tentative launch window for this, for a public push? I'm not sure. I would presume it's, it's going to be timed around or slightly before the X. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They'll, they'll want to have it publicly rolled out by yeah. then so that people that bring home their Xbox One X get uh, you know, this new dashboard. Yeah, because yeah, the last big one was right after GDC. I think it was March or April. So that would make sense. About yeah. six months after that. Remember way, way back when there used to be, it was the spring update the and the up. fall update. And there would be like tons of features packed into each one. Yeah. But now it's, it's better this way where it's just an ongoing, almost month, usually monthly update. Yeah. Yeah. It's smaller changes typically, but it's it's just always improving. Which I mean, is it's fantastic. also more reflective of like the time that we live in, like iterative small updates all the time, as sure. opposed yeah. to giant patches like twice a year. Yeah, yeah, very true. Bring back the blades. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I'm all for it. Blade system for life. <laughs> you think you want that, but you really don't. It was the uh, I missed them. This is random. Uh, <laughs> the lead sound designer on Oxenfree was Where are you the going sound designer. He made the blade noises. The really? Oh, 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 that's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I like. I love those noises. <laughs> they made all sorts of... I love Marty does the blade yeah. sounds. Yeah. I love how fast you're scrolling. Yeah, there. it was great. Oh, yeah, I went real quick. Zipping from yeah. marketplace to yeah. games to media. You're, you're, right, you're blowing through the blades right there. Yeah. And then he made spooky island hipster noises for Oxenfree. Think about yeah. that. That shows you where we're at in terms of the tech. Like, there was a media... Tab where you could like listen to your CD. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> so <funny. laughs> I wonder. I would. I would have to think that somewhere at Microsoft campus there is a, like a a room, almost a museum of sorts, where there's builds of every, every major OS UI, from yeah. Windows and then from Xbox yeah, as well, yeah. like original Xbox and then all the 360, you know, the Blades to the NXE. Mm-hmm. To the one after that, to yeah, and on up Xbox One. And I, the, I hope that room exists. And then there's the Zune just on one sad column. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> With a single light down on top of it. That you guys remember that? My, that might be my favorite joke in all of Guardians 2. Oh, yeah. The Zune. Oh, it's a Zune. It holds <laughs> Everyone on Earth songs. is using it these days. <laughs> 3,000 songs? <laughs> what was the thing? What was the unit of measurement for the original Xbox? Was a Blocks? Uh, yes. Curse good memory. Everyone you, had 50,000 50, plus yeah. blocks you never, all yeah. the time. How many blocks is that? You did install a game that you thought was huge. like, And you still had 50,000 plus? Yeah, it was like, 
a thousand blocks. You're like, cool. Well, then you install a game that you thought was tiny, and it's like two. Like, like what is a block? Thousand blocks. Considering, <laughs> okay. well, you couldn't install games, so you right. were really only dealing with save files, yeah. Yeah. which are inherently smaller. But you know, you were dealing with an eight gigabyte hard drive. So a block must have been a really tiny yeah. unit <laughs> of measurement. Like, there was at least fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's a kilobyte. Yeah. So Phil. Here's a test. We, always, we like to test to make sure he's still listening from time to time. <laughs> Tweet me and let, let us know if that room exists somewhere where you can go look at every major iteration of every Microsoft operating system ever. I want to know. Yeah. And if it doesn't exist, it should exist. Yeah. You mean like a physical thing? Yeah, but you like cool. build, I'll bet you like builds of it builds exist of it on engineers' laptops and stuff. But like, you want like a museum where you can yeah, go where like it's preserved, booted up or, on a machine. Yeah. Yeah, okay, because if it's on some engineer's laptop, it risks being erased at some point for nothing is a million on the different internet reasons. these days. Yeah. Well, it's not on the internet. It's on Microsoft's but private like their, servers. Yeah, their internal, their <laughs> intranet. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I really um, like the idea that you need like clearance level nine to go into that museum. Oh yeah, like thumbprint access. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's, feels, a, it's a room from at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, feels like I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> right. All right, let's move along here. Uh, Ubisoft making a little news this week. They've announced that they are opening a new studio in Stockholm, Sweden, mm-hmm. home of developers such as, namely, Dice is the, the sort of they rule the roost out there. They have a, and they have appointed uh, Ubisoft managed to poach Patrick Bach, former EA Dice manager, to lead that studio. Had had he left, or did he go straight from? I, I don't remember hearing. I don't him remember leaving yeah, e, yeah. Uh, Dice. I feel like he's big enough to where we would have wrote that up. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I wonder if Ubisoft just made him a an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> yeah, that was Vito Corleone, right? For you youngins. <laughs> yeah. So. According to a post on Ubisoft's official blog, they'll be called Ubisoft Stockholm. Real <laughs> yeah. good job, guys. Uh, and they're going to work with Massive Entertainment, who's also located in Sweden. Yeah, they're in Malmo. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're of course, the developers of The Division. And now they're working on James Cameron's Avatar The Game. I have a hot take. That video game's never going to come out. <laughs> that is never going to be a they real have, game. They have said it. It will not be out until at least 2020. Wow, is that when the films, Sean? There's, those movies yeah, are also sequel. never going to come out. The first, well, the uh, the Avatar sequel is slated for 2019 right yeah. now, and there and are then, four of them, and there are four of them, and then three is 2020, and then four yeah. is 2022, Something and then five like is 2023. I think. Yeah. So there's like a those year off between okay. so the two. I know that Avatar made <laughs> they will of a course record sum of money. Yep. Yeah. But. Did, was anyone really look besides like a Max. movie studio executive looking? Was, <laughs> yeah. Anyone besides Max Scoville looking for Avatar two? Let alone three, four, and five. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Probably James Cameron. <laughs> uh, he's got more money than God at this point. He's though. got the two the two highest grossing films of all time. Titanic like three or four of them. I mean, every that's the T2? thing is like everyone can touch. say everyone says like. You know, when Avatar come, came out, the world was different. We didn't have, like, Marvel's cinematic universe wasn't yeah. in full swing. There was kind of, like, a vacuum for action movies. And it came in and filled that space, and that's why it grows so much. I don't know, man. Don't bet against James Cameron. The dude has hit it out of the park literally every single time. I mean, that's fair. Don't bet. Like, I guarantee you everyone's like, we don't need Avatar 2. And then the moment we see that trailer, everyone's like, Avatar 2. <laughs> what's, what's, what's blowing my mind is they're already making, like, an Avatar-themed amusement parks. It's or, open yeah. the, at the Disney Animal oh, Kingdom it's already in, in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And now, that's not to say, like, I don't remember the main character's name or what yeah. the planet's called. 
Pandora. Uh, Pandora. Yeah. Or what? Blueville. Basically, yeah. They're, Smurfville. They were, they were mining for unobtainium. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's right. So terrible. That's right. Yeah. Gosh. There's a, lot, there's a lot wrong with that franchise. That makes it maybe not seem like the proper candidate for a franchise, like in a connected universe and theme parks and stuff. I the totally ACU. get that. But just, I don't know, man. <laughs> Sorry. Like, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, does that mean Sam? Are we gonna have to hear Sam Worthington's name more? Yeah, yeah. like what happened? Right. I thought to I thought we all agreed as a society that he's done. I mean, <laughs> the last he movie, was great in Black Ops One, Call of Duty Black Ops. After, oh, yeah. after, after Wrath, awesome. he was Titan, great yeah. in the phone. Wait, was that that movie? No, Man on Ledge. Yeah, Man on Ledge. Aptly was... named for the main character who stands on a ledge the whole Incredible. movie. Like you're, you're thrilling in a, drama. You're going to talk about phone booth, right? With Colin, yeah, Colin Farrell, Farrell. I got who, briefly mixed the up entire movie in a phone, in a phone booth. booth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I remember I saw I saw Avatar in the theater in mm-hmm. 3D, mm-hmm. and I was like, that yeah. was an incredible visual experience. Sure, yes. And then uh, I never needed to see the film again because I didn't think the movie was that good. It's not that whole second act has. Oh, the last forty five minutes. Remember it? <laughs> yeah. No, like nothing no. happens. They run anyway, around so in the jungle. For Avatar: a long The time. Game. What's that going to be, dude? I'll bet you it's timed with the sequel. And I don't know. We've had like a back in the day, licensed games used to be like unequivocally bad. Like oh yeah, across yeah. the board. Yeah. But I we've mean, had really good. Ubisoft ones already made a bad Avatar game. Yep, that's there right. was a bad Ubisoft Avatar game that came out alongside the movie. Really? Yeah. So maybe this isn't even just like a recent development, but I mean, recently we've had. Uh, like triple A big time developers take on licenses and knock them out of the park, yeah. and that's really cool. Yeah, so they, maybe there's hope. Yeah, Crystal D is saying. doing Avengers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got that's an right. Insomniac Spider Man coming yep, out. That's that looks very really true. awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. The I know we're just kind of veering off on a tangent here, but the arc of licensed video games they went from pretty good in the 80s as NES games. Like there were some good. Aladdin, well, mm-hmm. it was a Genesis game, uh, yeah. and I guess Super NES as well, but mm-hmm. that was great, and uh, uh, there were there were a handful of other ones. Ninja Turtles. Sure. Yeah. Ninja Turtles is good. And then, you know, in the sort <laughs> of 2000s and, and uh, you know, that generation, they were, they were unequivocally terrible. Yeah. They, were, yeah. they were farmed out for the cheapest contractual yeah. rate to whatever developer would take on a project yeah. for that little amount of money. Well, I think movie and they were studios, horrible. I think movie studios saw that video games were a profitable business and mm-hmm. took yeah. that opportunity simply just to market it. But like then, to make extra dollars off their IP and didn't really think about the games being good. Well, yeah, you make a budget game and then let the license sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we went then that that ended. Like remember, I remember when The Dark Knight did not get a licensed tie-in game. Yeah. And I was like, that is weird. Yeah. And then like, going forward, is, a majority of the MCU didn't Bat- get one. Yeah. Batman yeah. Begins had one. Yeah. Uh, EA Montreal, I believe, made that game, and it was okay. Yeah. But and then Dark Knight was around the time that Arkham was going strong, right? Uh, Arkham, it hadn't quite... Uh, that was 08, and I think Arkham 1 was uh, 09. Okay. Yeah. I believe so, you know. Maybe maybe they saw the they, runway they, they for may, Arkham Asylum and but, um, wanted to steer clear. But anyway, so we went f- to no licensed games practically anymore <laughs> until publisher, movie studios and publishers found out about these. Yeah. Yeah. And then they became Smartphone cheap, cases. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I was about to say, for those listening, <laughs> Ryan uh, picked up his phone. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I know. This, I should remember that 99% of the audience. Wait, what, is he, what, what is he referring to? It's a visual I, medium. A camera in front of me. What do you want? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's then we got all the license tie-ins on phones. And I guess to an extent that's still happening. But yeah, you're right. Now we're starting to get publishers and IP holders uh, and movie studios taking 
these IPs very, much more seriously and yeah. investing a lot more money into them. Well, it's like it's just a more holistic approach to what your brand is, like multimedium, right? Like before people like I I genuinely think people in Hollywood didn't think anything of video games. They saw that they were making money, but they didn't think that if our if our brand exists as a terrible video game uh, then it won't affect the movies, t- ticket sales, and yeah. stuff. Where nowadays, like all of our media is so connected that, yeah, if you do like, I genu- I genuinely think that the best Walking Dead is the video game, and that mm-hmm. helps elevate the whole brand across the board. Yeah. So you want that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Then we had our our strange, uh, isolated examples in history where some something like the Chronicles of Riddick escaped from Butcher yeah. Bay. better than yeah. the film. Way better than way it better than the be. film. Yeah. Well, wait a second. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Including Pitch Black. Pitch Black is pretty cool. Pitch Black's pretty also, good. Also, Chronicles cool. of Riddick is pretty cool, too. No, it's not. That movie ends with him, like, time-traveling a knife into some dude's head. Like, that's so cool. Did, wasn't yeah. the fire planet called Spoiler. Crematoria? I mean, yeah. there's... <laughs> is this just the episode of terribly named things? <laughs> Unobtainium <laughs> and Crematoria? There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in that movie, too. Ne- but it's pretty cool. <laughs> It's like they found... They just found uh, some 20-year-old aspiring heavy metal singer. Yeah. No, dude, like you name everything. Yeah. It is straight up like a young adult writer saw a cover for a heavy metal album and was like, this is my universe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, there's been some terrible licensed stuff. I mean, do you guys remember Real Steel? Oh, yeah. The, the uh, movie? Shaq. Yeah. Is there a game? No, no, no. Is that Shaq? No, no, that was just Steel. That was, that was Hugh, oh. that was Steel. Hugh yeah. Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Oh. A boxer. Put a retired, a robot. washed up boxer who builds Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, and yeah. that had, remember, that had the Xbox 720 banner in it. Yeah. Before, like, wow. <laughs> remember that? So, like, illustrating the whole point about taking whatever frame of a game you have and throwing a license on it, the same company who did that, which the name escapes me, it's not Jaeger, but I think it's something like that. That's uh, Pacific Rim. They, no, it's, it's, the exact, it's the exact same company. They took Real Steel, essentially, and then made Pacific Rim with what? it. Yeah. Oh, no so they came out a couple years apart, but it's essentially the same game save with, with different licenses on it, and they're both terrible. They're both so bad. But this was all like during that time of like middleware, right? Before that yeah. fell out of the industry where you just have these budget stuff on like XBLA or the XBLA marketplace. Mm-hmm. Like the Watchmen it, had a game. You're totally right. To bring it full, full circle, what I'm saying is that there is hope for the Avatar game yet. It might be cool. Yeah, I mean because clearly Ubisoft is putting a lot of money into this sure. game. Totally. So that's, that's a good sign in the sense that it, that offers it a chance for it to be good. And not, not that low, low budget games can't be good, but it's – the more money being put into a game, it, ha- it does have generally affords you some say, wiggle room. Yes, better odds. Of well, and also Ubisoft's big AAA games generally aren't bad. Yeah, like most of them are at the yeah. very least good. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. They have a, they have a fairly good track record mm-hmm. at this point. And I'll be curious. I mean, massive. Like, say what you will about the division when it launched, but when I went out to Massive for the IGN first, like mm-hmm. a year ago, I met those guys. They definitely know their stuff and they know how to make a big open world and that's what i was going to say they're if I'm really thinking, good with the open world yeah if i'm thinking of pandora i'm thinking it's going to be an open world where i can ride around on a dinosaur and you know i bet there's gonna be outposts <laughs> yeah i bet you're gonna climb to something high and then it's gonna put things on your map there'll Real be a big trees <laughs> there'll be a <laughs> there'll be a creature in a cage and Please if you stop. shoot it it comes out i'm gonna skin <laughs> something and make a cool avatar wallet there'll be a quest where you have to like seduce with your hair thingy a horse oh, and man. ride around it Seduce now, a horse. Hold on. The, less pony, the less ponytail sex in this game, the better. You just tapped into something, Fewer Marty. Fewer. Uh, I actually... <laughs> Shut up, Stannis. <laughs> we've seen Far Cry do some weird stuff. I would actually play Far Cry colon 
Avatar. Pandora. Yeah. Or Pandora. Yeah. 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 I, w- I think I would play that game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Far Cry was the name of the skeleton that they used and then slotted in, uh, you know, IPs into it, that would be an interesting take on it. Yeah. Could, that could work. All we're saying, Ubisoft. <laughs> that yeah. work? That's what Quinn Hawk is working with. Don't no. He's working on Splinter Cell Chaos Theory Two. Damn it! Oh. I'm taking that one to the grave. I have that's. I obviously you will be taking that. that one to the grave. Yeah, it's, I will die before that happens. Probably. Uh, all right. Next up this week, a couple more stories. New game got announced. That doesn't often happen at this time of year, mm-hmm. uh, especially when that same game is out in two months. The game is called Raid World War Two. And it is a co-op first-person shooter that will see players battle and rob their way through occupied Europe. Uh, like a which rob? side <laughs> of the World War II <laughs> like conflict a re- Like a reverse you... monument <laughs> yeah, kind so, of situation? Uh, <laughs> the goal in Raid World War II is simple. Sabotage, assassinate, and pulverize everything bearing a swastika, mess with Hitler, and steal his treasures. Relevant. Mess with Hitler, that little scamp. <laughs> Raid World War II's four heroes who hail from Great Britain, USA, Germany, and the Soviet Union will be customizable, as will the game's weapons. The class-based gameplay, recon assault, insurgent, or demolitions will also cater for a variety of preferred play styles. Does that sound familiar to anyone, that, that template? A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit? A little bit. It should. Yeah. There's why a good is, reason. Why is that? What does it remind you of? <laughs> a little game called Payday little by the called... same studio. Yes. It is Starbreeze is developing Raid World War II, and they also developed Payday, which is obviously hugely popular, hugely successful. Uh, appears to be the very template template swap we were talking about just a few minutes ago. I mean, World War II is back in a big way. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's, mess uh, with Hitler. I'm still reading the mess, mess, mess with Hitler. Like you come up and you just Rough smack him on the back yeah. of the head. It's like, it's, hey, like an episode of, of, it's an episode of Three Stooges with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Mussolini. <laughs> Shoot him with a spitball yeah. from across the room. <laughs> who put this whoopee cushion under the first <laughs> chair? Oh, <God>. Mein butt. <laughs> oh, man. Mein butt. <laughs> Steer out of here. Uh, yeah, I okay. It's definitely a game that exists. Yeah, so uh, Raid Royal, it's out on October 10th, if you're interested. Yeah, man, announcing a game two months, a month and a half before it's released. I mean, good on them. We've always wanted de- de- developers to do that instead of, like, announcing their game and you can play this in 2020. In, yeah, in three years. That happens still far too often. But, yeah, I, I mean, you know, hey, it's... It's payday. Payday is well loved. It's yeah. the same developer. If they if they sort of take the right tone and the the gameplay elements are interesting, it could be could be fun. I mean, it's October is a tough a tough as nails time to ship a, a game like yeah. this. I think, but you know, but at the same time, the same this developer has had success releasing like games to not a lot of fanfare, but mm-hmm. then cultivating a very yeah, strong sure. long tail on yeah. Steam, yeah. and then sure. that it just builds slowly over time. Like I remember, I I believe it was the first payday. Or it was Payday 2 that released that I went and played at a preview event, mm-hmm. and I thought it was really cool. And then, like, I didn't think about it for a long time after that. I captured the direct feed. We, like, actually, it might have been you and me who went to that thing a long Sounds time ago. Sounds about right. Uh, and then, like, a year later, I read that it was, like, one of the highest played games mm-hmm. on Steam. And I was like, wow, good for them, because yeah, I did not expect that. You're absolutely right. That's a great point. They cultivate this PC sort of Steam community, and those games have a long tail for it. Mm-hmm. So if they take the same approach for this, um, I mean, I could see it doing well. Yeah. It doesn't have to sell 20 million copies for it to be successful. Absolutely. All right. Uh, finishing up this week, Marty Sleva. Yes. 
I'm very excited. This is near and dear to your heart. And yes. this, I mean, this is actually this is great. I know we tend to. I tend to crap on remasters in a on in general, but there are always exceptions <laughs> to the rule. And this one is very much old enough. Yep. And in this case, it's uh, bringing the the game to an entire new audience who mm-hmm. never got to see it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, according to uh, Kotaku UK, uh, Okami HD is coming to Xbox One and PS4 uh, in Dece- on December tenth. Twelfth is, is what I oh, have no here from our yes. IGN story. Um, which is super exciting because Okami was one of the last great games on the PS2, and then it got an HD version on PS3, which is where I played, but it. never came to 360. Correct? Yes. Yes. And correct. so uh, this coming out, uh, you know, on Xbox One, I think would be incredible because this is Okami's. For those of you who don't know, it was Platinum, so it was uh, Kamiya who ended up doing Bayonetta, Beautiful Joe, Wonderful 101. Scalebound. Scale, Scalebound. Sorry. Yes. Resident Evil hey. 2. Yeah. Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Um, and I don't to, to me it's one of the best Zelda games ever made. I mean, just oh, yeah. I think for I think for a lot of people, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It has that giant open world sort of Zelda vibe, but with this gorgeous painterly uh, sort of Japanese mythology uh, aesthetic to it. Real tough opening wow. to the game. Yes, tutorials. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, which is sort of a Zelda problem as, in yeah. a whole. But um, yeah, this game's awesome and, and definitely fills a void that you don't have a lot of Zelda likes on uh, Xbox One. It was really interesting when the game released originally. Quote me, correct me if I'm wrong. This was a Wii thing, right? And it made oh, it use also, of oh, it also came out on Wii. So it was a, yeah, it was PS2, and then it was released on Wii. Yeah, and the Wii version was, was the one that of. had the the paintbrush motion. No, it had the stuff, IGN right? watermark on the box. What they used in the IGN <laughs> that image is of the cover. Oh like they God, released the cover so image. Great. We put it on IGN, and it had the watermark. And then this, someone grabbed that. And use that it, so the cover of the game has an IGN watermark. As soon as this is over, I'm going to go look that in. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, That's and cool. utilize the, uh, the the waggle. But the game was originally for PS2. Definitely is totally fine with just uh, analog sticks. Yeah. So yeah, I, I remember that being like a big marketing ploy for the Wii. Like use your Wii mode as a paintbrush in this game, yeah. and then the game looks really awesome. But I'm like, I can do without the Wii. Mode and I think in the original thing. or in the the PS3 version, the assets were like 4K. And so I think this what? game was almost like 4K capable. It was like 4K ready mm-hmm. on PS3. And so now I think by porting it over, I think it's yeah. going to be gorgeous. really. I think you better Caleb check your, talking, you're on. You're li- you're recording live right now. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's you. not live. It's, there's something. Caleb it's and I were talking about this live because <laughs> we're not going to yeah. edit it later. Yeah. Oh, dang. You're, you're going to hang you out. <laughs> there's something, there's so something about the assets. <laughs> Something, about, something the about the assets. I, so I, I mean, I've never played it, but you know, it sounds great. It's awesome. Yeah. Are you? Are, is it like hand animated, or is it like? It's, was it close to 4K because they were just drawing it back? It's in? like paint, like watercolor, cel shaded, yeah. painterly. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's beautiful for yeah. sure. Yeah, cool. Think like kind of like an older, more 2D ish version of Child of Light or something like. Oh, that. awesome! Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you're speaking my language right yeah. there. Yeah, game's great. Wow. excellent. So uh, put that on your calendar, your wish list for December. Uh, it'll be after. <laughs> After you've spent all your money this yeah. fall, try to save. I mean, I imagine this It'll would probably be, be like bucks. a twenty dollars yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, Brandon Tyrell, hey, what's guest up? of honor. Uh, what can we spend? What else can we spend our money on right now? Right now, if you want to spend your money on retail, you can't because a big fat goose egg. There's nothing on retail unless with- you buy one of the. How expensive is that Sonic Mania collectors oh, thing? Oh, the thing that Dorothy has. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, I yeah, think that's so. Expensive. <laughs> Big giant statue, yeah, on top of like a What's Mega Drive, on top of, of the Sonic, Sonic, on top of a Mega Drive, and you can hit a button and go Sega, sold, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Like, big Sonic guy over here. Yeah. I was a Sega kid. Apparently, Sonic Mania is good. Yeah, we get an eight point seven. Yeah. Speaking of Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. you can find it digitally uh, for twenty dollars. You can also get Jump, Step, Step. What? 
Jump, comma, step, comma, step for $8 <laughs> digitally. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 mm-hmm. is also a $20 bill. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Marketplace, uh, you have playable demos of NBA Live 18 and Surf World Series. So uh, Live Did you 18? get to play with? Yeah, I went to EA and played it. It's, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's, it's a 2K killer yet, but it's, I mean... Not a honest, disaster like that. I went in with very low expectations, <laughs> yeah. which that game, that series has set for itself, unfortunately. <laughs> the last, you know, it skipped last year, uh, and the last couple of versions that did ship were not great, uh, but it, it felt pretty good. It's like there's, there's some good mechanics in there, uh, some good game modes. They are, we talked a, a couple weeks ago, they've got the WNBA going in, which is fantastic. Oh, awesome. Um, for, from both of, you know, for, both a equality perspective and, and just a gameplay perspective, it's, it'll be a different, effectively a different game mode because the women's game just plays differently. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty comprehensive demo. Are they uh, are they including that story mode that they started yes. a couple years ago again? That's what's that you can play a chunk of that in the demo. Cool. I, I mean, they brought it to Madden. It seems like it's yeah, that it's seems working for them. the new EA thing. They, yeah. they started with FIFA, yeah, uh, and that seemed to be received very well. And yeah, now Madden has the the long shot mode mm-hmm. and uh and nba live it's called uh the one the one the one Got it. Jet Li. So you become Sorry. you become Jet Li. you become neo at the oh. end i rewatched that movie recently the one yeah why it's pretty cool man <laughs> doesn't it end with like he oh, fights like a thousand of himself with like let the bodies hit the floor yeah. some trash song <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's exactly yeah. you yeah. are exactly right this 2000s oh yeah, yeah. sounds about this right this is oh my god it's so emblematic of like early 2000s action Just movies butt rock yeah it's yeah. and every fight scene is gently fighting gently yeah that's the oh my god like, it sounds so funny but it's really kind of cool <laughs> Man. Like there's like a surfer version of Jet Li. It's <laughs> a really dumb movie. Yeah, it's, it's All really right. Dumb. Your August games with gold are uh, Slime Rancher from the 1st to the 31st on Xbox One. Trials Fusion, which is an awesome uh, motorcycle puzzle game if you haven't played it. August 16th to September 15th. Possibly now, depending when you're yeah, hearing when this. When you're hearing this, yeah. yeah. On the Xbox One. Uh, Bayonetta, August 1st through the 15th. Last on the, chance. On the 360 and Xbox One. Yeah, last chance for that one. Uh, and then Red Faction Armageddon from August 16th through the 31st, yes. presumably. Yes. Uh, every, just stop every it. week. Shut up. Whoever's reading it. Because <laughs> it says, just 16. in case you haven't known in the last three weeks, the reason people stumble over it is just because it says August 16th to 3. <laughs> yeah. It's just the one is left off. Uh, it just it trips everyone up. It's just like, so that's either Go August figure. 16th through the 30th, the 31st, or September 3rd uh, on the Xbox 360 and Xbox One. I hate you. <laughs> you put the show together next time. Hey, you do, you do a lot of work. All right. Uh, let's now segue quickly to Unlock Block Trivia. Destin's not here. Chance for you to really just punch him in the in the ego kidney on this one, Marty. Wow. Ooh, the ego kidney. <laughs> yeah, the ego kidney. Do you have two of those? The most important of all the kidneys. <laughs> the id, the ego, no, the, the id, super the ego kidney. <laughs> ego peeing blood yeah. for a week uh, if you can nail this one. Uh, because you are currently up by four points, Ooh. which is a lot. That's a month's worth of points. And we're into August already. You're so uh, our question this week comes to us from Justin, who writes in, and we've got... Uh, Film, I don't want to say critic. You're not a critic, but film, uh, film enjoyer, film guy, film enthusiast, child, there you go. child of cinema. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Shark Man here. So this one's works out that you're here for this. Let's see if you get it right. Justin writes in says, "In Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, that would be a Tom Cruise film. Mm. 
The character Benji, played by Simon Pegg, is seen playing an Xbox One game in his office while at work. What game was he playing in that movie? Was it Halo 5, Gears of War Ultimate, Rise of the Tomb Raider, or Assassin's Creed Syndicate? I'm going to go to... Brandon first. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, because Sean said he knew it. So yeah, you can't go, go, go to the guy that's never seen Rogue Nation. Uh, so I'm just going to guess um, that it's one of the two Xbox exclusives on the list. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's probably Halo 5. Well, Rise of the Tomb Raider may have been exclusive at the time this film was released. That's true. That's true. Semantic but you're going which way? What of the I'm going to go Halo. Halo 5 okay. Guardians. Marty? Uh, I don't think Halo 5 was out when this movie came out. So I'm going to go like with to Gears. Change ultimate. my answer to Gears. All right. Shark? I might be wrong, though. It is Halo 5. Oh, oh dang. Yes. I knew it. Uh, char- the character of Benji is introduced while he's sitting. He works for the CIA at this point because the IMF has been, like, dismantled. And... Uh, the camera lands on him. He's listening to he's listening to classical music, playing Halo Five in the middle in the in this sea of like giant servers and people walking around. And he spots his manager coming behind him in a mirror, and then he like quickly throws away his Xbox controller, hits his uh, hits his monitor, and it switches over to like work stuff. And he's just like, I was not playing Halo Five. <laughs> That is correct. It is, in yeah. fact. That would have been really funny at the end of it, and Ryan's like, oh, you are Actually, wrong. Yeah. Assassin's Creed <laughs> 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 I don't know. Like, I, don't know. Did, I, you I just had a fever dream. Um, he absolutely, that's not his job in the film. Yeah. <laughs> he was leisurely playing it at home on his sofa. <laughs> All right. Well, good job, Sean. Good job, Brandon. Thanks. Uh, did I not do a good job? No. No, I did a bad job. No. I had one job, and I did not do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to try and stump the panel here, and uh, maybe make Destin's life a little a little worse. <laughs> you can send your Xbox trivia question. Include four multiple choice answers. Please note the correct one in your email. And the email address is unlocked at IGN.com. Let's hit the road uh, and start prepping for Gamescom. That is yep. coming up right around the corner. Oh, so close. It is very close. We'll have a, a few folks over there. Andrew Goldfarb on his way over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Destin's going. Destin's going. So he yep, will be yep, there. Yep. Hope, I wonder if he'll get to play Crackdown 3 and brag about it again. <laughs> I guess we'll find out in about a week's time. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, I don't think anything else is really going on with me. Nothing that you're, Nothing that's on the website now. Sean, what are you up to? You can follow me on Twitter at Shop by Finnegan. I'm currently producing and shooting the IGN show, which airs on Disney XD, or sorry, DXP, sorry, uh, 9 p.m. every weekday. We're back at 9 it. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Or is it, no, it's that thing where it's Eastern and Pacific. No, it's 9 p.m. everywhere. Okay, thank you. So wherever you are, thank it's you for clarifying. So check your local listings is a <laughs> phrase that we say on TV. No, it's 9, it's 9 p.m. across the country. So the East Coast gets it three hours before. Glad you know more about it than so I do. turn on Disney XD at 9 p.m. wherever you are. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm working on that. Uh, we took a little two-week hiatus during uh, the Comic-Con-like area, yeah. but we're back, so check that out. God, you guys are so lazy. You work for two weeks and then you take two weeks yeah. off. It's so God. it's so easy to like <laughs> generate twenty one minutes of content five times a week. <laughs> we talk about we babble on here. We babble yeah. on these podcasts. Yeah, we just did two script? episodes. We just knocked over two out episodes of yeah. Disney show. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Throw it on TV. <laughs> we talked about Nazis for a while. We probably can't. Yeah. yeah. Probably not good. Talk about Nazis. No, that was fine. It was uh, I mean, it's it's all a, World War II game. That was yeah. Starbreeze's fault. Oh, yeah. It's not our yeah. fault. Nazis are their fault. Brandon Tyrell. Uh, hey, you can find me on Twitter at my name, Brandon Tyrell. Um, lately, I've been... Of House Tyrell? 
No longer. They're gone, man. <laughs> oh, dang. My people. Spoilers. Spoilers. Everyone's going to be gone by the end of that show. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you haven't watched season seven yet, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been working on Assassin's Creed IGN first. If you haven't checked that out, go to go.ign.com slash AC Origins. We've put up a few pieces of content yeah, so mission, far. The, the, that, that, like the, probably the best one so far is and as far as like things you just should watch is like the the whole combat system is yeah. totally revamped absolutely and we've got the video about built that. from the ground up we went out to montreal interviewed a bunch of people about the game what they're changing why they're changing it and everything you need to know about it so check that out for sure cool um that's about it for my ruby we just put up a piece about the the lead character's bird yep. girlfriend piece went up just today Are they dating him and the bird uh i don't know it's complicated okay uh yeah can send you a piece just went up today so yeah Ooh, by a consent. Ooh, Senu, swipe right. <laughs> oh God! We were joking. The lead character of the game is not dating a bird that we know of. That's true. what is it? With you? Although you, if he ban- was, you, you totally love Banjo okay. Kazooie. Are they are they yeah. dating too? You got you got the other yes. man bird. They're lovers. They're or just bird, bear they're bird relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, let's hit the road. So again, quick reminder: join us for the little pre-show we're going to do with our Gamescom predictions, and then. Immediately, like five minutes later, you'll find out how wrong we inevitably got everything. So, like I said, about 15, 20 minutes early. So, uh, maybe call it 11.45 Pacific on Sunday or 2.45 p.m. Eastern. We will have uh, Gamescom predictions for you. Then the Xbox briefing. And then I will be around because it's the weekend. Uh, I'll be here to help make sense of all of it hot takes hot takes mm-hmm. it's my specialty <laughs> delicious so uh for the shark sean finnegan brandon tyrell and marty sleeve i'm ryan mccaffrey this was unlocked 3-0 man which one was this one 3 man 309 that's a lot but we're just getting started so we'll see you guys after gamescom next week Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.